Celebrating over two decades of consecutive broadcasts on the great game of horse racing in Las Vegas, the Race Day Las Vegas show thanks all of our listeners and sponsors for your appreciated support. The following is a Race Day Las Vegas presentation in association with Sirocco Productions Limited on the Race Day Las Vegas radio network. Gaming capital of the world, time for Race Day Las Vegas, covering the sport of kings with a Las Vegas perspective. Now to the race desk with your host, Ralph Sirocco. From the backstretch to the turf club, at the race books and on the internet, to all horse players around the world, a good morning. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Sunday, 22nd day of May, 2022. A lot of twos there. Your date, 522-2022. We welcome you to the show. The day after the Preakness. Going to wrap that up, look at that, and kind of dissect that for you. And look ahead to today's racing as well on this Sunday. A beautiful day in our neighborhood here in Las Vegas, Nevada where, of course, we emanate and originate all the race day shows from the studios over the airway, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. Looking out the window here of the studio, sun shining, sky blue, ground dry. It is uh, right now 68 degrees, a little past 8 o'clock in the morning here in Las Vegas. And we're going to get up to 95 degrees today. No wind. Got to say that every day now, because we had have had an excessive amount of wind, and I, I don't mean breezes, I mean wind, that has come through Las Vegas in the last month, month and a half, last uh, good six, seven weeks, on and off every other day. But now we're getting, hopefully, into the, uh, into, the in, into our march into the summertime, where the, you know, the weather will get, uh, the, the temperatures are going to get hot, although it's only going to be 95 today. It'll get into the hundreds, though, uh, early uh, in the week be hundreds uh, before we get back on the air on Wednesday, but uh, pleasant out there today. It is pleasant. Right now, 68 degrees. So we welcome you to the show. Little bit of a trickle of a breeze out there, just enough to kind of whisper at you. Weather here, that's the way it is in the gaming capital on this Sunday, and we welcome you here in Las Vegas, where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from the studios over the airwaves, Sports Talk, 1400 AM. And, of course, uh, the other platforms we have that deliver this uh, product, this show, worldwide. On the websites, racedaylasvegas.com, .vegas.world.global. Your uh, cell phones. I call them cell phones. They're d devices now. Your little devices that you use. That is, it's, it's hardly a phone anymore. You'd use it for everything else but, you know, actually talking to people. But you can get us streaming on your device with your KSHP radio station phone app. Just go get your phone app at your phone app store, stick it on your phone, and you can hear us streaming on your iPhone or your Android. And, of course, anywhere you get podcasting, we're there as well. So welcome to the Race Day Show for this Sunday. Well, what happened? What in the heck happened in the Preakness yesterday? Well, uh, the one thing that happened was the favorite epicenter now is the twice runner-up as the favorite in both the Derby and the Preakness. He is not going to go to the Belmont Stakes. Trainer Steve Asmussen also said he was looking ahead to the summer campaign at Saratoga. So we're talking about the Travers there. Uh, Asmussen, though, is not in much of a mood reflecting on his frustration of, quite frankly, the ride that Epicenter got in the Preakness. Now, after he cooled off and everything and this morning in the barn area, having a nice cup of coffee, etc., and the horse doing fine, he says, look, I'm not looking back today. 
Today I'm looking ahead to coffee. Um, and of course, he finished a conversation with fellow Hall of Famer D. Wayne Lucas this morning, who's Kentucky Oaks winner in Secret Oath, finished fourth in the Preakness. Lucas says he's looking at the coaching club American Oaks for uh, Secret Oath. And that uh, the coaching club American Oaks is at Saratoga on the 23rd of July. So they're looking ahead. He's going to give her a break. And they're looking ahead now for that grade one win at Saratoga in the coaching club American Oaks. And uh, so is Steve Asmussen. He's looking ahead to uh, the Travers. The winner of the race, early voting, came out well this morning as well. Both the both the, the runner-up, of course, uh, Epicenter, and early voting along with the Secret Oath all came out fine of the Preakness. And um, but the winner of the uh, the uh, the uh, Preakness, by the way, got a hundred and five buyer. That was the best buyer of all the three-year-olds in all the races, three-year-old races through the Derby and the Preakness. A 105 buyer. Uh, early voting is going to skip the Belmont as well. And he is, too, pointing towards the Travers at Saratoga. Now, one of the horses that didn't go on the uh, Preakness did go on the uh, Derby, but is coming back and will run in the Belmont is Mo Donegal. And, of course, you know, the Derby winner, Rich Strike, is pointing for the Belmont. So the Belmont will have a, a dynamic as well, like the Preakness did. But uh, no real competitors or competition or uh, any rivalry starting up in any one of the three Triple Crown races, it seems, this year. All right. So the ride on Epicenter. Now, Epicenter, you know, is a horse that is, if not on the lead, in the first flight in most of his races, practically all of his races. So it was shocking to see when they came out of the starting gate, Epicenter dropped next to last going into the first turn. He just ambled along there. Now, they didn't do suicide pace. They didn't do a suicide pace in the uh, Preakness. Okay? Uh, And so, you know, you have uh, the fractional times 24.32, 47.44. That is, uh, that's quite uh, doable and relaxing for this type of horse going this distance. Three quarters went in 111.50, and the mile was 135.55. Now, the early pace setter, Aminok, with Irad Ortiz Jr., who, with his brother Jose, came out with early voting, and these two were were hooked up for a brief point of time, and then uh, Jose backed off with early voting and led to Irad have the lead with Aminok. And Aminok led them until the top of the stretch. Early voting was stalking. He took over. Epicenter, who in the first quarter mile was eighth of nine, at the half mile was eighth of nine. And then Joel Rosario started to make a wide move. And then he came inside in the stretch and tried to run down early voting, who hit the final time in 154.54. And it was just too much to ask from street trainer Steve Asmussen of Epicenter to run that type of race and win. So the favorite in the race, Epicenter, got a questionable ride and a disappointing ride and certainly a um, a disappointed uh, trainer in that. So that's the way it went. I mean, early voting, Chad Brown, right? And Jose Ortiz gets together. Wins the Preakness with early voting. The uh, owner's birthday, Seth Carlman, or Clareman, I should say. Seth Clareman, the owner of the horse, was his birthday yesterday. Now, he had won the Preakness. He, he uh, in his childhood, he said, he, he could walk from uh, his childhood home to Pimlico Racetrack. So that is one of the reasons why early voting, who ran in the, the wood, 
skip the Kentucky Derby. They really wanted to win the Preakness Stakes. And Chad Brown uh, mapped out, obviously, a winning strategy to do that. And so early voting wins the Preakness. Jonathan Hardoon's pick. All of our handicappers, you know, um, picked a horse in the uh, Preakness. And Jonathan Hardoon's the only one that had that winner early voting. 13.40 for the win, epicenter second. Creative minister, Kenny McPeak's horse, ran a nice uh, third in the race. And, and Kenny said that uh, uh, creative minister, uh, who finished third in the race, is going to the Belmont. He's going to take on Rich Strike in the, the Derby winner there, along with Mo Donegal and others who will line up for the Belmont Stakes. But that's about it. All the horses seem to come back well except for one. Simplification, who ran sixth in the race, and a dull effort at that, bled in the race. Simplification bled, and he's going to get time off. So as we look back at the Preakness, you have the winner who had mapped out a winning strategy for the Preakness. You had the second-place finisher, Epicenter, who again finishes second in a triple crown race, the most consistent horse of this group so far and has been uh, somewhat victimized by a shocker in the Derby and a questionable ride in the Preakness. Creative Minister was third. Secret Oath, the filly. I just don't think she can handle the boys. But she is one nice filly, and I'll tell you what, she's going to be ready for the coaching club American Oaks at Saratoga. She finished fourth. Skippy Longstockings finished fifth. Simplification checked in sixth. Abenak, after setting the pace, was seventh. Happy Jack was eighth. And Fenwick, a horse who unbelievably got bet down from 50 to 1 to 11 to 1 in this race. Why, nobody knows. The horse looked like at 50 to 1 on the morning line should have been 90 to 1. But I guess everybody was thinking about the Kentucky Derby and the shocker there. So Fenwick who closed at odds of 13-1, to finished ninth and last the way he was expected to. And so the prices, early voting, 13-44-63-60, epicenter, 282-40, creative minister, 420, and I can go on and on about all of the payoffs, but I won't. And so for the most part, the Preakness, uh, that's the way it went. Early voting, Sat off of uh, the early pace, got the jump, held off Epicenter and others to win the Preakness yesterday. The track, the main track yesterday all day at Pimlico seemed to be favoring speed horses. Seemed to be, seemed to be favoring speed. There was one race where a horse came off the pace to win at Preakness on the main track yesterday. So congratulations to the owner. On his birthday, winning uh, the race with early voting, Chad Brown, Jose Ortiz, and all. Other big winners, uh, Pimlico yesterday on a race a day that had nine stakes races. That included the Maryland Sprint, won by Jackson Traveler, Rosario, 440. The Gallarette was won by Technical Analysis, Jose, at 320. The Skip Hat Stakes won by Joyce Rocket, Joel. 940. Got his second win of the day there, but he got to let the big one get away. The dinner party was won by Set Piece, Florent Garo at 620. The Chick Lang was won by Lightning Larry. Chantel Sutherland went right out there and gave it to the pace setter, the favorite there, Cogburn. These two went around the track together, and when you just thought Cogburn would put away Lightning Larry, did not do it. And she rolled to win, beating Joel Rosario and Cogburn to win the Chick Lang at $26 even. Chantel, Lightning Larry. The James W. Murphy was won by Joe. That's the name of the horse, Joe. By the way, they said that he was named after the president. Joe wins, paying five eighty, dollars uh, beating John Lindo's selection on the show yesterday, ready to perform, who finished second. And in the Sir Barton, Rich Ann came with the winner, Ethereal Road. Remember, this is the horse that was scratched out of the Kentucky Derby. They gave Rich Strike the entry into the Derby and win. Ethereal Road, Luis Saez aboard, D. Wayne Lucas, trainee, 
wins the Sir Barton at $5 even. And the Jim McKay turf was won by Caratari with Luis Saez at $4.80. It's just about, just about the way it went yesterday in the Preakness, I'm sure. Our handicappers and our guests will have more to say about that. Churchill Downs held the $200,000 Louisville Stakes yesterday. That winner, Celeste, with Julien Le Peru aboard, 1360, but a monster long shot finished second, paying 5140, and that was part of the twin queue, so we'll wait and see about that. No stakes races yesterday at Belmont Park. Pick six paid 13,796. The misdirection stakes at Santa Anita won by legs galore, going gate to wire down the hillside turf course, $3 even as expected. Bye bye birdie was second, and uh, Royal Address was third. Highest priced winner of the day came in the last race at 1420. And so a lot of uh, short prices yesterday at Santa Anita. And at Woodbine, where uh, we will hopefully have uh, Tommy Masses soon, at Woodbine, uh, the Ruling Angel was won by Summertime Magic, paying $11.90 for uh, Patrick Husbands. And uh, second was Mrs. Barbara, and third was Join the Dance. So that's just about the way it went yesterday. And again, uh, most of the horses, except for simplification, came out of the um, uh, Preakness Stakes just fine. And now they'll start to scatter for their next starts. And it just uh, goes to show you that when you don't have a derby horse that wins the Preakness going for the Triple Crown, the Triple Crown really becomes just three different races. Of course, the Kentucky Derby will always be the Kentucky Derby. Betting on Saturday's Preakness Stakes at Pimlico Racecourse was down 5% compared to the record wagering last year. And I guess that would be probably because the Derby winner wasn't in the race. All right, time to go out to our first break. When we come back, we've got our handicappers. We've got your twin queue. We've got your racing menu on a Sunday looking for winners. Don't go away. We'll be right back. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. from drf.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the race day las vegas show all righty back on the race day las vegas radio program reminding everybody out there that uh when we come up to the uh, weekend of the belmont stakes a lot of good a lot of good races there that's june 11th You'll have the Acorn for the three-year-old fillies. You'll have the Brooklyn uh, Grade 2 for the older handicap horses. You'll have the Met Mile 
Now, the Met Mile was always traditionally on Memorial Day racing program at uh, Belmont, New York, but they decided to put it on a big rack of stakes races on Belmont Stakes Day. So the Met Mile will go at uh, Belmont Park on uh, Belmont Stakes Day, which is June 11th. Then you'll have the Jaipur, uh, grade one on the turf. The Just a Game Stakes, a grade one on the turf. The Manhattan, a grade one on the turf. You get the uh, gist here? The Ogden Phipps, a grade one. The Woody Stevens, a grade one. So you'll have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven grade one stakes races out of eight stakes races at Belmont Park on June 11th. The Brooklyn is the only grade two of the stakes races there. And, of course, the Belmont Stakes will highlight it. And that, of course, is again on June 11th. Good stuff. All right, uh, time to get started with the menu of racetracks available today. In the race book, simulcast centers and racetracks around the country. Reminding you, as we always do, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day. Reflect that at the Pacific Time Zone. So if you're here in Las Vegas, at sports, listening to Sports Talk 1400 AM, where we emanate and originate all this stuff, these will be the first post times to roll out in our race books. If you're listening on the Internet, at our websites, on the phone apps, on the podcasting, however, wherever, whenever. First post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that of the Pacific time zone. So if you're not in the Pacific time zone, you know what to do. Yeah, you do. You got to adjust to the Pacific time zone. So you don't miss any you don't miss any of the first post times at any place you want to play. First post times on the show Pacific. Okay. Here's the menu for today. I don't want you to miss anything like I miss mom and dad. We begin with uh, Monmouth Park. And the Monmouth Park has nine races today. The $100,000 Get Serious Stakes at five furlongs on the turf for three-year-olds and up is the, the feature. It'll be the ninth and final race today at Monmouth. Yeah, the ninth and final race. Pick six jackpot carryover, $1,238 at Monmouth. And the first post time for their nine races is set at 9.15. 9.15, first post at Monmouth Park. Then we have Churchill Downs, Louisville, Kentucky. Churchill Downs has a pick six jackpot carryover of $28,997. They had a stakes race yesterday, but none today. Just nine races at Churchill in the first post time of 9.45 Pacific time. Then we'll go to Belmont Park. Now, Belmont Park today is a beautiful day at the track. Sunny. It'll be 72 degrees at post time. The track's labeled fast. The two turf courses, however, are labeled good. Now, the Widener turf course will host races 3 and 6. The inner turf course will have races 2, 5, and 9 today at Belmont. Their stakes race today is the Seek Again, the $100,000 Seek Again stakes. It's early on the card. It's the third race on the card at a mile on the Widener turf course for four-year-olds and up. Five go to the post in this one. The overwhelming, filthy, one-to-two morning line favorite is Masson with Manuel Franco aboard. And that's why it's going to go early to stay out of that pick six. Third race. But they do run the races, so we'll wait and see. Nine races today at Belmont. First post time is 10 a.m. Gulfstream Park is next. Their pick six jackpot carryover with the cash stands at $304,077. That's the cash in the pick six jackpot. But if you're a single ticket winner, you know they'll add more money to it. Nine races today at Gulfstream. First post time is 10.05. 10.05 at Gulfstream Park today. Woodbine is next. Ten races at Woodbine today. Got to tell you, you don't have any carryovers in either the Super High Five or the Pick Six at Woodbine. Why? Because they were hit yesterday. The Super High Five jackpot for 20 cents at Woodbine yesterday paid $30,083. And the 20 cent base bet pick six jackpot was hit. That paid $40,847. But they do have 10 races today at Woodbine in the first post time of 10 10. First post time 10 10. Still waiting for Tommy Masses to check in. All right, Laurel Park is, uh, I'm sorry, a Lone Star Park is next. Lone Star Park has 10 races. They have a super high five jackpot carryover. 
of $11,599, that at Lone Star, and their pick six, this is a regular carryover now in their pick six, $7,879. No jackpot, just a regular pick six carryover. Lone Star has 10 races. Their first post time is 11.35. Then we go to Louisiana Downs. Pick six jackpot carryover there, $6,981. They have seven races today at Louisiana Downs. And their first post time is 11.45, 11.45. Now, remember, they got a pick six carryover, and so that'll start in the second race. First post time, Louisiana Downs, 11.45. Then we have Santa Anita. Santa Anita has no stakes race today, but they got nine races. So some of the, most of the fields are pretty good size. Nine races today at Santa Anita. First post time is 1 o'clock. They left a super high five carryover from the last race last night at uh, Santa Anita. So that super high five carryover, which will go in the uh, second race today, uh, that super high five carryover, $9,970. Regular super high five carryover. Their pick six jackpot carryover stands at $391,364. And again, nine races today. First post time, Santa Anita, 1 o'clock. Golden Gate is next. Golden Gate has nine races today, and their first post time at Golden Gate with a pick six jackpot carryover of four thousand four hundred sixteen dollars is set at one fifteen. One fifteen at Golden Gate today. Prairie Meadows is next. Prairie Meadows. Now they got a pick five jackpot carryover fourteen thousand six hundred ninety three bucks. That's their pick five jackpot carryover fourteen thousand six ninety three. And a first post time at Prairie Meadows for seven races set at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Emerald Downs in the Great Northwest. Emerald Downs has 10 races today. And their first post time at Emerald Downs today is set at 2.15. 2.15 first post at Emerald Downs. And then we wrap it up in Southern California, Orange County, at Los Alamitos. Los Alamitos. Ten races today. The first three races will be thoroughbreds. You'll have four mixed-breed races, races four, five, six, and seven. The last three races will be quarter horses. And the last race is the Derby at 400 yards for three-year-olds. Ten races today at Los Al. They seed the pick six pool starting at 10,000. So the pick six pool has 10 grand in it right now. It's seeded by the racetrack. First post time at Los Alamitos is 545. All right, we're going to go uh, to our break. Tommy's having a little problems. Uh, hopefully, uh, he'll get to us. But in, nevertheless, we keep moving on on the show. And we will be back with uh, the, your twin cue and more right after this. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and a $50 new sign-up bonus. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards for every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino or Wildfire. Details available at all sportsbooks. Now, here's the station's Twin Q report. Play the Twin Q today at any station's casino's race book near you. Back on race day, we did uh, make contact with Tommy, so we're going to get him right after we give you your twin cue. Now, yesterday's twin cue, as you know, was $10,000. It featured the 11th race at Churchill Downs, which was that stakes race with that big bomber who finished second in the race. Now, Churchill Downs, uh, 11th race yesterday, the winner paid thirteen sixty, but the second horse paid fifty-one forty. And then, of course, the second half of the twin cue was the Preakness Stakes, the 13th of Pimlico, where... Early voting one and paid thirteen forty. The favorite epicenter was second at two eighty. So those were the races for the Twin Q yesterday. The winning numbers thirteen and fourteen with 
5, and 8. Unusual numbers, 13 and 14 with 5 and 8. 10 grand up in the twin queue yesterday. Two winners. Got $5,000 each yesterday in the twin queue. Now, today's twin queue is going to feature a couple of races at Santa Anita. Yeah, all Santa Anita today. Okay, the twin queue for $5,000 today that you can only play at the uh, station casinos features the last two races at Santa Anita. The eighth race at Santa Anita, a mile, three-year-olds and up, maiden claimer. Uh, out of the 12, you have one scratch. Scratch the 11, kids stole a kiss. So there are 11 going at a mile on the main in the eighth at Santa Anita, maiden claimer. The second half of the uh, twin queue puzzle today in the ninth race at Santa Anita is a maiden race for Phillies and Mares, three-year-olds and up at six furlongs on the turf. And there are 10 in that. So you got a mile on the main, six on the turf, both maidens, eighth and ninth races. That's the puzzle for today. Your twin queue puzzle at Station Casinos, the eighth and ninth races at Santa Anita for $5,000. You can play this only at the Station Casinos. And a post time right around 450. Right around 450 for that. All right, let me see if this is, is this uh, Tommy? No, this is Richie. All right, hold on, Rich. Uh, we are having some problems here with the phones. This got to be Tommy. Yes, sir. Now, Tommy, I understand you were uh, you you were holding on the line from your side, but from our side, when we punched it up, we couldn't hear you. So again, uh, I don't know what's going on. We we had a, we got hit with a horrible storm yesterday. A lot of power went down. A lot of things happened. Uh huh. All right. So I saw uh, a plane from Woodbine. I'm on the fourth floor looking out the window. I saw a plane go. Right up sideways one way and swung up sideways the other way. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, I yelled like a little scared girl that saw a mouse. I can imagine <laughs> the people on the plane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, but the plane uh, hopefully landed after the little roller coaster ride there. Yeah, and all cleared and everything, but all right. it, it, it was scary. It was a two-minute, like, hurricane, for God's sake. All right. Well, we got you connected anyhow. And uh, your thoughts about uh, what happened in the Preakness yesterday, and we'll get some picks from you today since we're getting you on late. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, congratulations to Mr. Hardoon for picking the winner, but I think I get all the credit for the Preakness. You know, yeah. you saw who I gave out, right? Yeah, I saw you gave out, right? Yeah, and how much money did, did come in on that horse? <laughs> you know, I... I Look, I have no idea why anybody would bet Fenwick. Well, I, I, I gave them out on race day, Las Vegas. I guess you were the uh, you were the culprit, so they can all they can all blame you for that one then, because he finished where he was supposed to, at least by uh, performances, past performances and odds, last. But you know, with the shocker of the Derby, people just jumped on it and said, "Hey, maybe Tommy knows something." Yeah, uh, I don't know anymore. I don't know what to think. And, you know, where were the, the computer players to even that all out like they usually do and come back late? Uh, it, it, didn't. it didn't, that's for sure. What's up yeah. today at Woodbine? Uh, okay, we'll start. Uh, there's no carryovers, as you uh, said. Uh, yeah. Same with Mohawk. They hit the high five at Mohawk last wow. night. Wow, wow. So they cleaned out the uh, coffers yesterday. That's right, yeah. Gonna have to start fresh uh, today and next and Monday night for the harness to build it back up. Okay. So Ernie, uh, we'll start with Ernie. Race four today. He likes number eight. Funikuli for Ralph Biamont. All right. He's been working real good. And Ernie's comments are: he tracks a leading rider in here and could hit the ticket if he can fire fresh. So eh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> All right. The fourth race, number eight. Funikuli, the eight in the fourth. And Ernie's, I think, preferred play is race nine, number three, I'm Into Mischief. Mm -hmm. uh, Nick Noswenko, I think this is the first week he started horses, or maybe last week is a bit late, but they've all been running good, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, Ernie really likes this horse. Uh, his, he goes, I think this filly has uh, a lot of potential, so that's good enough for me. All righty. And the ninth race of Woodbine, the three, I'm Into Mischief, the three in the ninth. So Ernie's a place, fourth race, number eight. Ninth race, number three. What about you? I'm going to race six. My preferred play of the day is number six, Mad Mocha. Uh, this horse actually ran three good, real good races last year at Woodbine. Uh, one of them was a stake race that got beat five lengths. 
The race, uh, he got beat four lengths in. He was in a ton of trouble. We'll throw out the dirt race at Gulfstream, and we'll give him credit for having a turf race at Gulfstream, and he should be ready to go. Came back. He's waited a couple months probably just to get the distance. Been right. working good. So Mad Mocha, my preferred play of the day. And that, dude, give him the race again. Race six. All right, the sixth race. Mad Mocha, which is the sixth horse. Easy to remember, six and the sixth. Anything else? Yes, race eight, uh, long shot play. I'm, uh, I'm married to this horse. I'm a real big fan of Shangata. Mm-hmm. Uh, some will call Shangata a hanger. I call him an overachiever. Ah. There's so two. I always get into that argument. Oh, the horse is a hanger. How do you know he's a Oh, he always runs second. Well, maybe he's an overachiever. He just tries hard. You know, he's not good <laughs> enough. And I think that's what Shangata is, is a real hard knocker. You know, used to be a real cheap claimer for a real top trainer, Kevin Attard, and, you know, keeps running in allowances and grinding out checks. He's going to get there one day, and, and when it does, my money will be on this horse. All right. In the eighth race, number eight, Shangasa. Uh, overachieving, maybe to achieve today at 12 to 1, the eighth race, number eight. So in the sixth race, you like number six. In the eighth race, you like number eight. Easy to remember there. And, Tommy, I guess uh, next week as we move into the American uh, Memorial Day weekend, you guys will have the uh, Stella Artois Eclipse Stakes, a grade two, won't you? Yes, sir. All right, my man. And and racing resumes at your place now on Thursday, right? That's right, Thursday. And, you know, once we hit Thursday, we're one week away from turf racing on both the Ooh. inner and the uh, EP Taylor. Good stuff there. And, uh, Tommy, when you join us Thursday, give us an update on the uh, trainer and jockey standings, okay? You got it. All right. Thanks a lot, Tommy. Stay safe. All right. Good luck, everyone. All right. Now we're going to go to Rich Ang, who is standing by. Richie, I guess uh, a thought by the Preakness, and then we'll get a pick from you. Well, I know some people have uh, jumped on a Joel Rosario, but uh, I'm not going to be one of them. Uh, you know, when the, you miss the break, sometimes that happens in, in any kind of race, and uh, the horse ran really good epicenter, but... Uh, Early voting was, uh, you know, Jonathan picked him. I had him third on my sheet. That there was no surprise. Uh, but, but the only thing that uh, I really liked was the price. You know, I, I never thought a horse like that would go off at five to one. And uh, I think Fenwick was one of the huge underlays. <laughs> Unbelievable, Ralph. I, maybe maybe Tommy's onto something. It might have been it. Uh, you know, it had to be something because it sure wasn't anything that uh, was evident on the past performances or anything else. That's for sure. Yeah, it was really odd to see that betting. And that horse was bet early, middle, and late. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like a boom, you know, of, of some chunk of money that came in. That horse was, was bet right from the start. Well, uh, we will wait and see. It seems like Epicenter is a, a victim of circumstances in the big races so far, outside of the fact that he was uh, perfect in the uh, series leading up to the Kentucky Derby in Louisiana. So we'll wait and see where he goes next. But uh, it'll be interesting. The Belmont will be another interesting race with a different dynamic, uh, that's for sure. And um, you, of course, will uh, be covering that as well. But for today, you have your um, complete uh, Santa Anita report, your complete uh, selection sheet for Santa Anita right now at the RacedayLasVegas.com website. And, Richie, after giving us uh, the winner in the uh, Preakness Day with Ethereal Road yesterday, we're going to parlay that to a winner today at Santa Anita. Yeah, the tweet I sent out after the race, he looked like a man playing against boys. I mean, he just crushed that group. So uh, that was that was fun. Um, let's go to race number two, Ralph. Four and a half furlongs, uh, babies, uh, two-year-olds. Let's go to the rail horse, number one, 40G, three to one in the morning line. This horse has been working fine for uh, Ryan Hansen, the Diego Herrera rides. And, you know, at, when you start an abbreviated race going into that first turn, mm-hmm. the inside post, if you have some speed, real advantage. So I think this horse, if this horse can pop the gate, I don't know if they're going to catch him. So let's go 25 win place, two for the ROI, number one, 40G in race two. I think this is the first time you ever gave us a, a horse in a baby race. Uh, so, and, and good thoughts of why you did it. But in the second race, you like number one, 40G, number one, 40G, 25 win place, $50 stack. We'll give him the $2 ROI, two to win on the one in the second. And I know you're about to say something. Well, maybe one reason I didn't give out to any baby races before is Wesley Ward uh, isn't stable in Southern California <laughs> with his two-year-olds. 
Yeah, that's for sure. He's uh, almost automatic, that's for sure. But we'll get, a, we'll get the uh, maiden home a winner, the two-year-old here in the second race. The one is your play. The rest they can get right now at the racedaylasvegas.com website, and we will talk to you next week. Hey, thanks, Ralph. Good luck, everybody. All righty. Now I'm going to give you Jonathan Hardoon's plays. Remember, Jonathan was the only one out of all of our handicappers that checked in with a pick to win the Preakness Stakes with early voting yesterday. A nice uh, 1340 winner there at uh, at Pimlico yesterday. Jonathan Hardoon selection there. Jonathan has a play at Sanita, so as long as you get your Sanita sheet in front of you, we'll do that. We'll backtrack to Churchill. That's his second play of the day today. So for his first play for you today at Santa Anita. It comes in the ninth and final race, part of the Twin Q races. In the ninth and final race, Jonathan likes the one horse. She's a joker with the Ramon Vasquez aboard. In the ninth race, Jonathan's play at Santa Anita, number one, she's a joker. Then we'll go to Churchill Downs, and at Churchill Downs, he'll go to the ninth and final race there as well. In the ninth race at Churchill, Jonathan likes number eight, Kunchan Bridge. Number eight, Kunchan Bridge. This horse is six to one on the morning line. It is a first-time gelding as well. I will hold up the uh, sound effect. It is Sunday. So in the ninth race at Churchill, Jonathan's play is the eight. Now, you can get full sheet uh, handicapping from Jonathan for both Churchill, Santa Anita, Belmont, uh, and Gulfstream Park today. And you can go to Jonathan's uh, website to get that. All right, we're going to wrap it up with uh, John and Jerry. You know that. Ought to be interesting. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las Vegas. All righty, back on Race Day Las Vegas. We're going to go to John Lindo standing by right now. John, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. How you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, thought about the Preakness. That race was won in the first eighth of a mile. I tell you what, you, if you watch the winner, Jose Ortiz, on, on early voting, they break, he breaks well. He looks to his right. He sees Armagnac with his brother Irad there, and he looked behind to see where Epicenter was. When he wasn't there, uh, you know, Jose let Irad go to the lead with Armagnac. He went to his outside, and that was, that was game over, sitting in the clear track at a slow pace. And, you know, Epicenter ran well after another bad uh, Just Just everything went wrong for him yesterday, but... You know, you knew those Ortiz brothers weren't going to get hooked up in a speed duel. It just wasn't going to happen. Uh, no, I don't think that the brothers, uh, it would have been a very uh, trying uh, dinner should they have uh, committed suicide with each other, and uh, the owners wouldn't be happy either. So, yeah, I guess uh, it's kind of nice to, you know, you look over and you see your brother and say, well, one of us has got to go and the other one doesn't. Well, when, when there was no other horse to push them to make a decision, there was an easy one for the guys up front. Right, and we're not suggesting any collusion there. It's just uh, that's the way it shook out. It's really that simple. Exactly. That's just the way the race came up. Yeah. Uh, boy, Epicenter, you know, with all the great luck and solid races that he had in Louisiana earlier uh, to get beat by the Shocker and the Derby and then the uh, trip in the Preakness, you got to think to yourself, uh, well, what's next? 
Yeah, you know, Steve Asmussen was not a happy camper yeah. after that race yesterday. I, I would not be surprised if there's a jockey change in epicenter next time he shows up. Yeah, no question about that. But a good thing about it, everybody but Simplication came out of the race fine, and they're already making plans for their next starts. The winner and the second-place finisher and going to go to the uh, Belmont. They're going on to the Travers. And the Phillies going to go to the coaching club American Oaks. But uh, you got the third-place finisher uh, and, uh, of course, the Derby winner going in the Belmont. you got Mo Donegal is going to go there. So it's a different dynamic, and we'll, have, uh, we'll wait and see about that race. Well, I don't think Zandon's going to the, the Belmont. As I have it right now, I don't think any horse will, is going to run in all, three, in all three legs of the Triple Crown. So uh, right now we'll have to see how things play out, but I don't think Zandon's on the list for horses showing up for the Belmont. All right, so these others, yeah. but uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm Rich Strike. I'm thinking uh, Chad Brown with Zandon. You're right, Rich Strike is going to go. Yeah, Rich Strike is, oh, yeah, yeah, Rich Strike will go. That's, yeah. that's for sure. All righty. Well, uh, John, we've got uh, Santa Anita that uh, seemed like it was an ever a card yesterday that would never end. Oh, long card. You know, when you start early in the morning with those races from Pimlico and we're going to early evening at Santa Anita, it was a long day yesterday trying to take our notes and, and watch everything. Uh, yeah, I, I, my eyes were going buggy by the end of the day yesterday. Well, and then that one race fell apart at the, uh, in the last five minutes of the race. You had a, uh, six horses uh, left in a, in a race, and it wound up only four by the time they started with a horse getting scratched at the gate and one scratched about five minutes to post time. And then there was an inquiry after that. Yeah. So, yeah, it just, yeah, it wouldn't end yesterday. Let's, let's hope for a little smoother day today. All right. Uh, uh, update on Jessica Pfeiffer. Uh, I don't have a note for today. She was off her mounts yesterday. She was sore after being kicked on Friday. That's uh-huh. understandable. Uh, I don't have any uh, updates from the racetrack as to whether she's going to ride today or not. Umberto Reese, bully, is back, and he's riding uh, a couple of races today at San Diego, right? Right. He's got two mounts uh, today. He's going to be back, I think, in New York or or Churchill, I'm not sure, next weekend. Uh And then he'll be back full-time in Southern California after that. All right. Now, uh, you know, with the Baffert horses moving on because of uh, him being uh, suspended for a while and going to uh, trainers like Tim Yachtin, et cetera, and now we've got Baltus on the sidelines, I guess uh, Papa Padromo uh, took over some of his horses and had three wins yesterday off of uh, the Baltus horses. Yeah, George Papa Padromo won three races yesterday. Uh, he picked up about 30 horses from Richard Baltus. So two of the three wins yesterday were horses formerly trained by Richard Baltus. So if you're wondering why all of a sudden this guy's getting hot, he's got some different stock, and uh, that helps. All right. And, of course, the next week we go through Memorial Day. So uh, the Lindo Report? We'll do Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and holiday Monday, all Santa Anita. Let's get started with uh, picking something off that Linda report for today at Santa Anita. John Lindo's Linda report and all the goodies that go with it, uh, available right now exclusively at the South Point. Fifth race today at Santa Anita, number three, Summer Lake. Uh, missed the break in her debut, but ran pretty well, split the field that day. She's a, out of a really good sprint, turf sprint family, and uh, I think she'll improve with that race under her belt. Six to one on the morning line. Look for a forward move, number three, Summer Lake, race number five, Santa Anita. All right, fifth race, Santa Anita today. Uh, that's the anchor in the early pick four and early pick five on the turf at six furlongs, number three, Summer Lake. John Lindo's play a nice six to one on the morning line, the three and the fifth. That's. Uh, just the tip of the iceberg. Get the rest of the Linda report for all all his picks and all the good information at the bottom and the suggested late pick for all on one sheet exclusively only here at the South Point Racebook free of charge. All right, John, we'll let you go. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Good luck today. All right. You got it, my man. Now we're going to go to Jerry Jackowitz. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Ralph. Yeah. All right. You got it. What a day yesterday. Epicenter. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, a lot of people were upset about that ride. You think? <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes at Pimlico, getting the horse on the rail is worth almost everything. So uh, I'm not so sure that it was a terrible ride or anything like that, but it, it, sure, it sure looked like uh, it deserved commentary, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, I want uh, you're going to make an announcement to us uh, for oh, yeah. uh, the next couple of weeks uh, on, on right. the show before you give us the picks. So go ahead and do it. Okay, so uh, we're going to... Uh, piece together our vacation for the next month. We'll be in and out here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the office will be manned. There'll always be someone here to uh, take your calls, and uh, um, if there's anything you need, you just get it normally, but only through – the best way to do it is through email. And we're not going to make the Power Page Plus, but we're going to sort of upgrade the Power Page so it has some – you know, the top-out keys and the, and the feature and play the feature listed place. on it. Okay. So – 
Um, everything will remain the same for everybody, except we'll only have one product. It'll just be the power page, and uh-huh. it'll be slightly upgraded. And um, so just that's it. And we'll be back on the radio show uh, after June 21st. When All we- right, so you're taking a vacation that'll include some of the stuff, doing some stuff around the house, some stuff here in town, and some and maybe a little vacation away. But you'll be back and forth and all that stuff. But the power pages for both Belmont and Santa Anita, a uh, special uh, kind of uh, power page that combines the two, the power page plus and the power page, will be available uninterrupted at the uh, station casinos for both uh, New York and uh, Southern California, right? Oh, absolutely. We never we never miss sending the power page to stations or Mohegan Sun now, but all the time, okay. always. Okay, so all right. Sure. All right, let's get started. Let's do. Let's uh, go out a winner with you on the Great. show. And what I'm going to yeah. do, by the way, what I'm going to do... Way- what I'm going to do, Wait. folks, and um, Jerry and I discussed this. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the feature plays uh, on each sheet each day as your plays on the show. Right. In a way, it's sort of better because what I want to do is give you my information and have you guys put together your plays. All right. A little different. So that, that'll be a perfect example. And by the way, um, oh, I don't know. I was going to say something, but I forgot. So. Well, you, you, because we only got oh, a minute. We got a minute to do two oh, picks. Belmont. Bad trip. The bad trip was in uh, encoder got in the last race at Santa Anita yesterday. Okay, let's go to the eight, uh, to the second at Belmont for our first play. Kara's uh-huh. dream looks like she's a easy winner to me. I love the two over the three, five, six small reverses, but the two in race number two, Kara's dream. Second race Belmont, the two is the key. Three, five, six are the linkups in reverse. Two dollar ROI, two to win on the two in the second. Now we get to Santa Anita. All right, let's go to race number eight, uh, Mongolian Kingdom, the six. That's the right one. The six over the three, four, five, and eight, and reverse. And I'm doing a lot of extra work with the six, eight, eight, six. The eight is up like a pop-out key as well. So. All right, and the eighth race at San Anita, the six over three, four, five, and eight, and reverse, and an extra bang where? On the six, eight, eight, six. I might even do it like a Soraka play. I might even make a six, eight over the three, four, five, six, eight. I might even do that. Okay, okay, that's a good suggestion. That's by the way, the first half of the Twin Q today at Station Casinos. Twin Q at Station Casinos today is the eighth and ninth race at Santa Anita for five thousand. We got a play in the eighth from Jerry. We got a play in the ninth of John Jonathan. Hopefully, these guys are on the mark and we can cash a Twin Q on this Sunday. Get a little uh, Twin Q Sunday dinner money, that's for sure. All right. From your well, mouth to God's ears. <laughs> uh, I want to, uh, you, you have a good vacation. Stay safe and have fun. Uh, and, of course, uh, a beautiful day here in our neighborhood. Enjoy it. Enjoy the family. Enjoy the races. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. God willing, Crick don't rise. Go ahead and say it, Jerry. Have a great race day, everybody. 